Hey guys, welcome to Just Jeff. Today we're joined by Chris, aka Denver the Bear, aka Slippy Ninja, aka Get It. So we gonna enjoy this episode. We talk about his art and just hang out. So come hang out. <laughs> hey uh, guys, welcome to Just Jeff podcast. Today, it's not just Jeff. Today, I'm joined by Christopher. Hello, Christopher. Hello, Chris. Do you like Chris or Christopher? Chris. That okay, works. Here we go. Perfect. Chris. That's what I was thinking. Uh, you might know him as Slippy Ninja or Denver the Bear. Yeah, right? either, either one works. Either yes. one, yeah. So, yeah, yeah tell, tell my listeners a little bit about yourself. Uh, so, my name is Chris. Uh, I'm originally from the Northeast. Uh, I currently live in Texas. I've been down here for about 11 years. I've been married for 15 years. We've we said no to children, so we've had we now. Unfortunately, we lost two of our babies, two dogs this year. But we have we had six dogs. We now have nine cats, twelve chickens, and uh, <laughs> and yeah, that's it. So I uh, I've always been an artist, like my whole life. But that's not actually what I do full time. My wife and I, we own a digital marketing firm, and so that's 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 our meat and potatoes that's what we do we you know we help companies maximize their stuff online we do anything digitally and that's what we do and i just do art for for cool down for release um, i do commissions you know now and then um but in general it's mostly just a hobby and you can actually see it doesn't actually go anywhere most of it just stays it stays here with me i've got all kinds of you know books full of them um yeah, got paintings just all over the house and that's it so I mean, art's just been your stuff is great I, thank you it's just for you and us and like all the people on on tiktok or whatever it's amazing it's i, I enjoy watching your drawing process you what are you working yeah. on uh oh god i forget her name from jujitsu kaizen right now right yeah Nobara. No bar, yeah Nobara. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was that looks really good thanks man thanks i had fun yeah. uh i uh i love her character um and i just i started if in the video you'll see i started doing a certain pose and somebody commented like yeah the first pose was better and at first i was like uh but then yeah i realized it i ended up just taking with it taking it and like kind of going in my own direction and what i was just feeling at the time i've never really done that style before with no line work just kind of like solid shapes but i really enjoy the piece i love it and my wife wants me she's in a have me print it out so she can put it up in her office. So yeah, for sure. Do you sell, do you, do you sell like prints of your stuff, right? Or is that just, uh, yeah, I do. I, I offer prints of, of, of my work. Um, yeah. I'm updating the website right now, but yeah, I, I do offer prints. It's not like a big, I don't have too many people buying prints, but not yeah, not yet. Uh, well, no, not yet. Not not. I mean, I haven't never been on just Jeff's podcast, so I, I really have nothing yeah. to say yet. You'll have, so. you'll have maybe eight new customers. <laughs> <laughs> there we go boom <laughs> that's then, totally cool and then yeah eight, no i mean uh, into, oh god into like 16 and then 32 and then double 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 hey you never know you never know i just never i mean my my parents and my mom kind of managed my expectations growing up mom wanted me to be a doctor so i ended up going to school for biology uh 20 years ago 20 what happened i don't know in here oh geez uh we have a kitten emergency <laughs> oh okay how is it is it a big head i don't know it looks like it's a whole bottle of water from the oh my gosh oh. 
Does he smell bad? No. Just Life on the farm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I just no. look. look this is oh, like he's my goodness. So what happened what to you? <laughs> I don't know. I just oh, I just saw him. Honey, look at your shirt. Huh? <laughs> oh, what is it all yellow? I don't know. Did he eat anything wrong? Oh, oh okay. I need to Yeah. You step outside of the house for like a minute. You come back, and one of the kittens is soaking wet, and we have no idea how. Do you need to go? No, I'm okay. good. She's going to handle that. Okay, um, perfect. No, I'm not skipping a Just Jeff podcast. I'm not. Um, what were we just derailed from talking about? Oh my gosh, I don't even remember. I'm ter- I, I have a terrible short term memory sometimes. Uh, that's okay. It's uh, good. Well, well, we can just move on to news right now. I have some news that if you want to talk about some fun news that I yeah. uh, bring. Uh, yeah, let's do it. I haven't done this in a little while. I've used to do this every episode and I kind of like procrastinated. So I'm bringing it back a little bit. So here's a few cool. fun news stories. Uh, I like to make my own little news uh, intro. It's the news, guys. It's the news. Okay. Here's the yes. Just Jeff news. Uh, so this is something that happened recently. Japanese man nearly dies of a stroke possibly caused by masturbating several times daily. So a Japanese man almost died of a stroke after masturbating several times daily. Um, he's a, he was a 51-year-old man, uh, and he was ejaculating, they say, uh, four to five times daily. And they said they could have caused this. This this could have been caused by anything such as exercise, sex, uh, anything like that. But he just happened to be masturbating a lot and had a stroke because of it and had to go to the hospital and... Right after, yeah, and so he was admitted, and they said like you need you need to take these pills and whatnot to calm your like heart level down and everything. And he's doing fine now, but he, uh, yeah, just he's like, is it those those uh, those pills aren't like the pills that I took yesterday, are? <laughs> yeah, not the same kind. <laughs> Hopefully, they do the opposite effect. Seriously, four or five times a day. I mean, yeah. that is. And for, I mean, and for, I would say for a 51 year old man, I mean, that's something I would expect from like a, I don't know, like a 17 year old teenager, not from a 50 year old man, you know? Yeah. My early college years, maybe. I don't know. But like a 50 year old, I'm, I'm, I'm not 50, but I'll I'll be there soon. And no way do I have that kind of, no kind of stamina like that anymore. (laughs) I'm, you know, 31. I can't even imagine that. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Like, I don't even, if anything, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah, but it's it's oh, is this is this what people do? I guess like, so. Maybe he. I don't know. Poor. I don't know. I, don't, I guess I don't know what's going on. Like maybe he was just really bored because of the lockdown. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Develop, hey, we all developed new hobbies during the lockdown. You know what I mean? <laughs> and his was probably a hobby he already had. It just it just got out of just hand. Ramped up a little. Yeah, it's time to ramp up production. <laughs> hopefully, you know. Hopefully, he's on the up and up. I think he is. Okay, so the next one, this is a this is a silly weird story. Goose flying upside down, simply showing off, says experts. So there's this guy, uh, he was taking pictures in the Netherlands of different geese that were flying, and there was happens to be a huge gust of wind and it knocked the goose uh upside down. So it was flying upside down, like its wings are upside down, but its neck was turned, so its head was right side up. And so it almost looked like Photoshop. And so the guy got a snapped a few photos of that, shared it, got like 10,000 views. And people were like, this is Photoshop. This isn't real. This is this is fake. And he's like, no, I swear to God, this just happened. There has to be a go- gust of wind. 
And, you know, like scientists went and let me, the scientists are like, no, this is a real thing. We've witnessed this in Scotland and different countries. And there's a term for it. And the term is whiffling goose is when a goose is turned upside down for a moment while it's flying and then turns right. It just like its wings are completely upside down, like flapping and it's heads. It's called a whiffling goose. I know. I understand nothing about physics, apparently. Yeah. I don't know how, I mean, (laughs) maybe the gust of wind that blew them us like, like, turn them around is somehow keeping them up i have no idea this seems like it defies the laws of, of physics it's, right that's what I'm, that's what i'm saying like i thought i understood aerodynamics but now you flip the wings upside down and i don't know if what's real anymore um this is, this is the whistling photo oh my god it is it's majestic it's like it's 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 i like <laughs> that's what people were like this this isn't real this isn't real whistling so, yeah well first of all whistling <laughs> sounds sounds like sounds like a hobby like the Japanese man was participating in. Oh my god! Squat. A whiffling <laughs> goose. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Why do you go to the hospital? I had a stroke from whiffling my goose all day. Oh my god! <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, that is. It doesn't make any sense to yeah. me at all, and it's wonderful and beautiful. The things of nature that we just you know that we have yet to uh, to learn. There's like a lot of things like we just don't get it. And we're still like, we don't know. We don't know. And it's, it's amazing mm-hmm. that we just don't know things. And I, I love that. It also I do too. So my, I said my background's in biology. Like I went to college, I got a degree in biology before I got into sales, before I got into to anything else. But uh, yeah, I've, I've never, never seen anything like this in biology. And I'm, and I'm always, I am a continuously curious individual. So I love like, I love that you're throwing this stuff at me. My, I, I got 41 years of just useless shit in my, can I say shit on your podcast? Oh, for sure. Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Fuck yeah. All right. So I got <laughs> years and years. I've got st- just hours of bar stories and it's just, just stored in my head. It, it doesn't matter. And now I've got a, a whiff, whiffling goose. Whiffling now I know what this another. is called. Yeah. yeah We're, another thing that. We're giving more to your repertoire. Hey, and, and I love that. I just love it. Uh, I am a seriously curious person. So this is all kinds of fun. What else you got for me? Uh, this one was really funny. This is in my home, or not my home state, but the state I'm in right now. Uh, Tacoma, mm-hmm. Washington. Washington man shoots fridge after soda can explodes, police says. So the man was putting away soda cans in his fridge and one of the cans exploded and he freaked out and shot his gun, pulled his gun out and shot it at the, at, at the base of the fridge four or five times and then called the police. The police were called. They, when they got there, he was in the street screaming, wailing. He's like, someone is shooting at me. And, and he claims that he says that people in the basement have been trying to kill me. And so I, they were, I thought they were shooting at me when I heard the can go off. And so I shot back at them. So the police did some investigating and found out that people didn't live in the basement because there was no basement in this house. <laughs> so he was just off his rocker and just a little just a little bit yeah and they and so the police question they're like hey where'd you get this gun at and he's like oh i had found it a week before so he just found the gun and just a week before and just held on to it just was holding on to it and freaked out shot his fridge and so he got he was arrested for second degree unlawful possession of a firearm and just start and discharging of a firearm which you know rightfully so well i mean yeah but i mean that's just i i'm in texas now so you're blowing my mind that that's actually an illegal thing to have a gun because I'm pretty sure our governor just made it legal to conceal and carry without a permit anymore. But a gun he just found on the street. 
Yeah, I don't care. You don't have to have any kind of oh, license. No. You don't have to. Oh, look at that. Yeah, no, that's go, a little bit more. Go to a trade show and pick one up. I mean, it is, it's ridiculous. It is the Wild West out here. It yeah, is, I think you is. have to have it like a certain, you know, the gun serial number registered under your name and all that stuff. Like you have to go through like this whole process here in Washington. It's a whole, it's a whole uh, rigmarole. rigmarole. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> oh my what God. is the chance? Get out of here. Chance? Get the fuck out okay, of here. Okay, hold on. I got to jump back to the whistling goose real quick. I, I know you're younger, but there used to be this meme that passed around the internet with, it was always like, now, of course, it was a terrible Photoshop, but somebody would always comment, you know, uh, in my experience, I can tell that this has been shocked. And it was always like someone posts this picture of this horrible, like five-year-old Photoshop job. And okay, someone yeah. make the comment, you know, in my experience in photos, I can tell that this photo, that this has been shocked. And that was the first thing I said when people started complaining about the goo. Except now we got to deal with shit like this. We got to deal with Photoshop skills that actually make you question reality. We have to look at like videos of famous people telling jokes that they shouldn't be telling with deep fakes and start to question reality. So it is very difficult to say like what is real and what is shopped anymore because it's, it's just gotten so good. It's just gotten so good. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, there's what's that? There's a famous, um, Oh God, what's his, what's his face who made Star Wars? George Lucas deep fake that's out where he like talks about the movies. And I, honest to God, for weeks thought it was real until I sent it to my friends. And they're like, yeah, that's deep. That's deep fake. And I'm like, what's that? And they're like, it's someone else. Like, that, that's, that's not real. And I was like, are you kidding me? I thought that was him. They're like, no, that's not him. Why would he say that? I'm like, I don't know. That's why it was so funny to me because I'm thinking, why would George Lucas say these things about Star Wars? And it's just like, he's just shitting on it. And like, like, oh, I made up Jar Jar Banks to piss people off, you know, stuff like that. And just it's like, like I was like, I thought it was real. I'm like this is so well done that I, I was super convinced it was George Lucas. Like it's amazing. It's crazy. I, I've seen multiple. Uh, I think it was like Tom Cruise was the first oh, one that I saw. Did you see the that Tom Cruise lookalike guy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess he's like kind of a doppelganger. Oh, hold on a second. How do I? Okay. Um, kind of a doppelganger, but like whatever and then they add the deepfake on top of that and it's, yeah. it's indistinguishable indistinguishable I, I thought it, i thought that was him too and yeah. that, until my friends are like don't be an idiot like that's definitely not him. i'm like i'm convinced i it doesn't take much to convince me that that's him so yeah it's insane it is sorry but i took yeah. us back that's in, right in we get derailed there. a lot on just jeff it, we jump back and forth okay <laughs> here, this is my next story is really cute and i'm sure you probably have seen this uh, a research vessel found SpongeBob lookalikes a mile under the ocean surface. Have you heard about this? Where they found a starfish oh, and I, a sea sponge? I, I heard about this. I haven't seen the picture yet, but I have heard about this. Um, and that's always fun. Let's see if we can pull. I'm going to see if I can pull the picture up here and share it with you. So these, this, uh, this, this vessel that was going through doing research and everything, they came across this starfish and they're like, oh my God, it's a starfish and a sea sponge. And I'm sure you probably know starfish actually eats sea sponges. So that's the, probably the reason why the starfish was there. Okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring it up here myself. Real life lookalikes. There we go. It's got a little video. Yeah. They're like, it, and obviously, you know, the, the, the scientist was saying, 
was commenting that obviously sponges aren't in that, in that shape. That's like a, a dish sponge. That's what we, that's so we can associate with a sponge, but sponges come in absolutely wild looking shapes. Okay. Let me screen share. There it is. And see, most likely that sea, that starfish is on its way to eat that sponge. And what's funny is that's the exact kind of starfish that they used to base Patrick off of in SpongeBob. That's the that's the kind of starfish that they you know like that they went to for the design for Patrick. So it's absolutely I don't know the scientists were just blown away by this, and they thought it was the cutest little thing. That is hilarious. And so you said that it was actually a dish sponge or no, no, no. The, the scientist was making a comment saying uh, he just like made a comment, which I found interesting where he's like, you know, obviously SpongeBob, the square shape that he is, is like, supposed to be the shape of a sponge that we know as like a dish sponge, you know? Oh yeah. I, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. But he's like real. But they do come in so many. Yeah. Come in such outrageous sizes. Like there's some that are massive. They come in such crazy shapes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's some, it's so cool to see different size sea sponges because they just they're just so different like a snowflake like everyone yeah. is just it's i don't know it just fascinates me that kind of stuff that's awesome i uh big fan of the ocean we um okay wait no no, no. correction i was a big fan of the ocean um <laughs> as i've gotten older I, and you know recognize my mortality uh i you know i've become more respectful we'll call it respectful of the yeah. ocean um but i when i was in college again i went for you know study biology and we went on a field study to the bahamas and we did uh we did a study of the coral reef down there and uh just just fascinating oh man the the, the sea life that we saw the the variety just like you said sponges coral um just the biodiversity period though the different types of life is just it's, it's astounding and it's uh, it's Disney, man. It's, it's a whole new world down there. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's crazy and I love it. And I just, so I love, I love this. Most of the stuff that I follow, like on my social media accounts and so on and so forth is all like, uh, popular science and, you know, all stuff like that, because it's really the only uplifting news that we get anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Scientific sure. discoveries and stuff like that. I mean, not the, the fact that the world is burning and, uh, you know, we're losing all of our forests, but the other fun scientific stuff, yeah. that's what I love. There's, there's the, there has to be some good with the bad, unfortunately, or bad with the good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah definitely. No, you can't just look at them. Yeah. You can't let the bad outweigh the good. No, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> and uh, my last oh, story. Is, is, uh, Go ahead. So my last story, Swedish prisoners take guards hostage and demand pizza as ransom. So these Swedish prisoners in uh, Stockholm, uh, they were on, they're on, they were in prison for uh, murder. So they were there for life and they got into this area where the guards are at and they went in, they held the guard, two guards hostage. And they said, okay, like they got to negotiate in there immediately. And they're like, we want two things, a helicopter on the roof to escape and 20 pizzas for all the inmates in the prison. And they're like, okay, we can can make this happen. So they, they made it happen. They got the pizza delivered all, you know, they got it out there and they didn't get the helicopter, but by getting the pizza there, they released the one of the guards. And then eventually they got both the guards out completely safe and the prisoners were incapacitated and, and, you know, charged for kidnapping after the fact, but they still, what was great is that while there, this whole thing happened, the prisoners still got their pizzas. They like, they still got the pizzas there and gave them to the prisoners. And they just were like, Hey, how's your pizzas while we're doing this hostage situation. And so these Swedish uh, prisoners like hooked it up for the rest of them. Cause they're in there for life. So it's like, what are they going to lose? Exactly. Exactly. That's That's like, okay, cool. Another charge. I mean, 
uh, it's, it's, man, just a little bit more support and why Europe is doing things better than we are. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they took care of them. They got them. Everyone else got pizza. Uh, everything's okay. Um, and that's all that the people want. We get, we're, our people are getting killed on the streets for selling cigarettes. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they wrestle some guards, take them out and try and get a helicopter and then they get everyone pizza. And everyone's like, Hey, I let them have pizza. <laughs> yeah. get, get some, what kind do you want? Yeah. Right. The thing is this, can we take orders is, you know, cause can we, do they do Hawaiian in Sweden? You know what I mean? Like, Oh, that's a good question. These are, these are, these, it's, I, I do that. I ask the big questions, you know, yeah. the big ones. My, uh, my nephew lives in Sweden, in Stockholm, actually. Oh, so we'll get that. Um, so if we How need anything, we can uh, shoot over for a confirmation on that. Yeah. We can get yeah. a fact check real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make sure I'm right. Yeah. And so that's my news. That's the news, guys. So, yeah, that was a little news segment. So I guess we'll just move on to the, the some meat and potatoes of it, if you will. Yes, let's. So let's I want to know about Denver the Bear, like where where it came from, what it is. I'm curious about this because I've looked up. I went on the website, the Denver the Bear, and it's shoes. And they're dope shoes they're like honestly i'm like oh my god like i wish i had i wish i could get one of these pairs right now because these are fucking sweet and so and then i was just like but he's a character and it just uh, he's a, i'm i was just curious i've been curious yeah i want to know Tell me so, more. okay so um let's, how do you uh i'm i'm i i'm an introvert uh, okay. I, I like to call myself a well-adjusted introvert. Uh, obviously, I've been in sales for years. I, you know, I own a company where I have to deal with people, but uh, I am, for all intents and purposes, uh, a strict introvert. And uh, not only that, growing up, uh, was just very insecure, um, very, you know, withdrawn. And um, I would say maybe nine, ten years, no, maybe a little bit more than ten years ago. I had this um, uh, urban-fused dream of okay. a uh, of this character, and he was everything I wasn't. He was stronger. He was charismatic. He was, I mean, he was you know an anthropomorphic bear. I don't know where that came from, but so basically, what it started out was was an alter like an alter ego the things that I wanted to be, I wanted to be powerful, more charismatic, more fun, more cool, you know, just all of these things. And so that's how Denver, the bear, the character originated since then it's, it's, uh, it's evolved into a much bigger idea and more that like, eh, there's the concept of in religion, the concept of God mm-hmm. and certain religions, there's the concept of source the universe or wherever we came from, whatever it is, Hinduism or Buddhism or whatever, there's some source that, that everything comes from. I was, I was a born again for years. Uh, I left the religion um, a long time ago, Uh, but the, the Hindus have a belief that uh, we are all a manifestation of the great being, the universe. We are all a manifestation of that, um basically if you were ever powerful and you could 
dream any dream that you wanted to dream, what would you do? So, well, I would dream the dream where I am a, uh, a fighter pilot and I would have this intense dream. I could dream for as long as I wanted. I could live in this dream. I could have an entire life in this dream where I became this pilot. And then when I was done with that, I would wake up and I say, like, Ooh, okay, now what am I going to do next night? And this would repeat again and again and again. And I would choose everything that I wanted to until finally my goal would be to dream. Um, and Alan Watts is my favorite philosopher. Um, he's a modern philosopher, but he said, uh, I would dream the dream where I do not know who I am. And that's who we are today, right? This is, it's this, we are the universe realizing the universe itself. Um, we just don't know it because we've dreamed this dream where we don't know who we really are. And Denver now has come through for me as source and saying that he represents all of us. And it's not just me. It's just, he came to me as this representation of this, but really I am Denver the bear. I am, I have the ability to be charismatic. I have the ability to be cooler or more powerful or stronger. Obviously, I am not an anthropomorphic bear, so there is artistic license in there. But the idea of Denver the bear has evolved into he is whoever or whomever people need him to be. And everybody has a Denver the bear. They just don't know it yet. It's the thing about yourself that you don't like. It's the thing that you wish you were more of, or you had more of. It's, it's, it's all these questions of potential that we have in ourselves. And that's just who he represents. And this is who I've pushed him now into be. Denver is an idea. Denver is source reaching out to let everyone know that they are free to be who they want to be and who they can potentially be even if that's making mistakes even if that's succeeding it doesn't matter it's the the freedom to realize that we all have this amazing ability inside of us to be more and not only that the and i've recently started to incorporate the hashtag i am denver the bear in my pieces is that not only do you have the ability to be whoever you want to be but we are all the same. We are all source. We are all, we are all matter separated by distance, which doesn't actually exist. We are all interconnected and we all get to be whoever we want to be. And that's what Denver now is. It's a lifestyle. It's a, it's an attitude. It's, um, it's just, I don't really have any other ways to express this other than through artwork okay. and design. No, yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So it, I, most people think, oh, tell me your furry story. <laughs> when I tell them, like, no, I am Denver the Bear. Denver the Bear is me. They're like, oh, you're a furry. And I'm like, I, I, I guess, but no, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, then they, it, it usually delves into this idea. Like you just asked them, what does Denver the Bear mean? What does it represent? And then people are like, oh, you know, the blank stares come yeah. and then the, I just thought you were a furry, you know, it's just, Oh, yeah, I just thought you were some face value, you know, at face value. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, Oh, he's just a comic book character. Oh, he's just a, he's just a fun dude bear that shoots fire. You know what I mean? It's um, so I don't really often get a chance to talk about the depths of, you know, who I believe Denver, the bear is. Um, amazing. I love that. But, that. but that's, that's what it is. And that's why, you know, I've got, the 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 
the the extreme differences between Gucci boy wearing all this high expensive gear to eat the rich and then over here to the what do you call it uh the v for vendetta mask with uh countless things of racial injustice and horrible things that have happened in our history you know so it's it's he gets to be whoever i need him to be when i'm creating it um and that's who i want him to be for everybody so you can change his face but you know as long as the the idea is the is idea always behind there. it is the same. It's it works. Yep. Yep. So I've dressed him up as, as Sailor Moon. You know what I mean? Like I <laughs> I get to do whatever I want. And we're working on a book, uh, graphic novel or what I don't know yet, the story. And the idea is each each chapter, each time there's a break and or a reintroduction of a scene or a new scene, it'll always be him telling the story of his origin and it's always a plot from other something else it's always the plot to like oh you know you know i was an orphaned uh i was an orphan boy living in the desert on a foreign planet with my aunt and uncle and um you know before the government came and tried to destroy everything and ended up killing my family and then his friend his best friend is always like i'm pretty sure that is you know insert movie x insert yeah. book x or whatever and then he's like oh oh yeah and then the story just continues on like nothing happened. And the idea is that there is no origin because he is every origin because everything is just another retelling of Denver, the bear just through somebody else's vision. So Lucas creates the star Wars idea, but the idea of star Wars coming out is the universe speaking to him and telling him a story. So he gets to adapt to any origin story he wants, even though it's not really his, but it is also his. Oh, that's, oh man, that's a, that's a, <clears throat> a mind. I it's a bit of a mind fuck because what is like, what's creativity? What is it? I, I mean, I could say I'm a creative person, but I have days where I'm not. I have days where I sit down in front of my sketchbook. Right? I have days I sit down in front of a painting and nothing comes out and it is different. It is, it's, it doesn't feel like me, but then when I'm hitting a creative streak, is that me or are we just tapping into this thing that exists bigger than Ethereal, us? Like, uh, right. This, this like, collective social consciousness of creativity that sometimes we can tap into and, and draw from. Not everybody can do it. Most, and, and then it yeah, just, exactly. It might just go away for a little bit and then you just. Right. And which would just, it just makes more sense because. You know, we're so we're so fond of labels like, oh, I'm Chris. I'm an artist. Uh, I'm a musician. I'm, a, I'm Jeff. I'm a, a lawyer. You know, yeah. Yeah. I'm Jeff, the podcaster. Right. We get so attached to these labels. But then it's like, if that's who I am, how come I can't be it all the time? Right. How come when I try sometimes it just doesn't happen? Does that mean that it's not me or is it me? I just there's a switch turned off or. You know what I'm saying? There's so many questions concerning oh, sure. art and creation and, and creativity that, you know, I just feel more comfortable saying that I, I pull my ideas from the universe. I have access to this at some point and sometimes I don't, and that's totally fine. Um, but yeah, it's just, yeah, who am I really? I'm done for the bear. That's it. 
that's it. Sometimes I get to be this, sometimes I don't. And that's, and that's okay. Everyone, TikTok is terrible, right? It's like, oh my God, art block, art block, art block. It's like, just leave yourself alone, man. You're being so hard on yourself. Maybe it's not art block. Maybe you just don't have access today. You know what I mean? I can't always be energetic. I can't always be on point. You know, right. You're not happy all the time. If, if you were, you'd be dead. You know what I mean? The, the, nothing would mean anything. So, but I know when I'm happy, it's me. When I'm sad, it's me. When I'm creative, it's me. When I'm not creative, it's also me. So it's just, it just, it just brings up so many more questions of, oh, yeah. you know, what's real. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Apparently books aren't even real. I don't know. And birds, I heard they aren't real. I heard they're yeah. just built there by the government. They're just cameras, I guess. That's it, flying cameras. And that's the pandemic. That was is really about having to reset all the, you know, the batteries and you know the hard drives or whatever and the birds. That's what Makes it was. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen the birds just sitting there like they probably ran out of batteries or something. And then they're just me to go to bed so they can pop them off the power line and just that's right. That's right. So Agent Smith can come out and just calm down and replace the batteries or something like that. <laughs> yeah when you hear them chirping too much that means their battery's running low that's just like our you know see we know we know this yeah, but we exactly. don't connect it Done. it's the fire alarm in your house the beep beep yeah it's telling you it's got your batteries are just like last a little longer because they're made by the government by secret alien technology that they're not telling us about yes Boom. Jeff. same 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 wavelength bro yeah. <laughs> we're on to them Yes, we are. So we disappear, me- guys. You'll know why. Yes, exactly. And we'll have the proof. We have to get this out as soon yeah. as possible. So I will, I will email this to my wife and to my friends. And if anything happens to us, they will immediately upload all of this. <laughs> you can't silence us. <laughs> oh, shit. So that's, that's the meat, man. That's the meat and potatoes of Denver the Bear. Um, I just... I pushed it, you know, I, I did the shoe design thing and I, I enjoyed it. Um, and then he just comes out in my art whenever he comes out and it's, it's wonderful. So I like that. That's nice. That's, that's, uh, I, I really like that. Okay. Thanks, man. So you said you're planning on making a comic. Do you have like a, you're still just working on that or like, you know, the story. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. flushing out the story, you know, like with the direction. And so I bought this, I mean, here's one of these impulse buys from the internet. The, the fabula deck hmm. and um it's a it's a, a card set but it's like it's broken up into different parts and basically the way that they market this is that this can be arranged into any story ever told right so it's hmm. got like it's got like assets so you've got like the hero card and then you've got the ally card and then the enemy card and then you get into the steps of the story so you've got an ordinary world and then it moves into a new world and then there's fulfillment there's different steps in the journey and then you have the uh the reader's steps which is like the prologue rising action falling action climax so on and so forth and you 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 basically you arrange the story and like you put them up on the wall with sticky notes or whatever you want to do. And basically you can create the story with this deck of cards by using tropes and, you know, you pull them at typical... random or is it like uh, you pick them? Oh, well, you can pick them and, and then you rearrange it to create the story as you want. Now random would be fun. Like I could see that for like telling a short story, like, Oh, and then this happened and you know, like a child telling a story, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that might actually be fun too, but this is like, they, 
it's the claim it can build any modern story that exists, any movie that exists can be recreated with this deck. So cool. we're going to play around with that and see if I can't figure out a way to, um, you know, help build, build the story a little bit. I'm not a writer. I don't, you know, never done that. I mean, I can barely tell on a podcast what Denver the Bear <laughs> means, let alone create this whole story. But, um, but yeah, it's definitely something that, uh, that that's in the works. So we'll see, we'll see how that flushes out. Okay, cool. And so you're saying that you started Denver when you're like, like 10 ish. Oh, no, no, it was about 10 years ago. So oh, about your 10 age. Years ago. okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you start doing art? Would you say like, since when you were, since you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Ever since I was, I've always just been, been doing art since I was a kid. We grew up in uh poor, uh, you know, lower middle class. So, um, didn't have training and didn't have, I mean, I barely had, I had copy paper that my parents would take home from work that I could draw on. And I remember it was, it was like this like awkward green, like turquoise green copy paper from the eighties. Yeah, like, um, like kind of like kind of one. Seafoam. Yeah. yeah, I know yeah the that exact one. one you're talking that's, about. Yeah. That's it. That's all we had access to. My parents would bring it back from work and then I could draw on those. Um, so, but yeah, ever since I was young, I've been doing some form of art uh, or another drawing paper craft, like gluing shit together, uh, you know, anything I could. I remember I had a Hot Wheel. Uh, I had one Hot Wheel and um, my neighbor had thrown out this box of like broken toys. So I took the I took the broken toys and I would take the different pieces and I would stick it onto the and that was a new car. Right. And then. <laughs> after a while i'd take it apart and i'd stick other pieces on oh man it was good i had guns on it i had wings on it and it was just it was just crazy like twisted metal type stuff you know yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so uh that's how i've just always always been doing art um it wasn't until high school that you know i was told that the only jobs in art was design and starving and you have to know people in design and i didn't know anybody so i went the path of science yeah TikTok didn't exist back then. Hell, no social media. The internet barely existed back then. So, yeah, it was just getting started when I was in middle school. I want to say, yeah. No, 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 no. I remember. I, I, high school. Last year, of high school, we used Apple two E computers. Um, oh no, no, no! Junior year was two E. Senior year, we moved up to the black and white Apple screens. Oh, high tech, man! We had five the whole school. Yeah, that's right, dude. So, uh, oh, Jesus, yeah. All these kids are like, oh, Photoshop is so old. I'm like, dude, I existed before. I saw, I saw Photoshop one. Okay. You kids have no idea what you're talking about. I grew up on paint, MS paint. It was a pixelated version of shit, is what it was. But it was the newest technology. We loved it. (laughs) Like, what is that? When I was in, you know, when you're kids, like, we used to go to the computer lab. It was like, it was a special room. That's where the computers were. Now kids are like, oh, I just bust my laptop out in in class. And it's like, no big deal. I'm like, we, like in my high school, it was a a huge deal for us to get this like pull around cart, which stored 30 laptops in for the, for classes to use. So it's like, oh, the class signed out the laptop this hour. And it would be like, like, that was like the biggest deal for our high school to get this like rolling laptop cart. And they were the shittiest fucking life. oh yeah oh yeah absolutely cool. garbage but it was like Bricks. yeah like other than that that computers there were like old old like windows 90 like 93 Jesus. and this was in like the 2000s and it was like windows 93 stuff and it's like i don't like you could barely even get online it was terrible and it yeah it was good, know, kids, good stuff 
kids. Yeah, now they just now they have their 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 school assigned tablets. Yeah. Shit, just they could just do stuff on their phone just as easily. They could they could hold their phone out and record it and it would record it to voice to text and they wouldn't even need to do anything. They could just sit there and just like zone out. Yeah. No, no, we didn't. We didn't have a computer lab. Well, we had one eventually, but yeah. our computer lab was for typing class. Oh, yeah, we had. <laughs> like, you, know, you could play on the on the 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 fucking old typewriters, man. And then they they upgraded them to word processors. And I remembered you could you could backspace on shit, and it was like, right? <laughs> <laughs> backspace. Wow. I know. I know. Right before, because I remember uh, in middle school middle school and high school i wrote papers on a typewriter at home and when you fucked it up you had to redo the whole damn page yeah it was um not fun not fun these kids now are like man i just yeah. hire some kid online to do it for me <laughs> yeah just, yeah exactly and then it's just like whatever yeah it's things and shit's changed man it's it's, it's incredible i love so it much easier these days and it's a it's a, uh, it's a double-edged sword it is absolutely. I totally like, agree with it's that. It's wonderful to have such good, to have the connectivity to be able to have so many things at the at your fingertips. But at the same time, that's not a good thing. No, it's not. No, yeah. but fun story. Um, I remember surfing porn in the nineties. Um, was waiting for damn near thirty minutes for one picture to li- load. Yeah, one row at a time, and it yep. wasn't clear. And then it would clarify. Oh Jesus, they kids you better hope out. somebody didn't pick up the fucking phone. Oh yeah, seriously, Jesus, Jesus. They picked up the they phone. Didn't... It was like, well, shit. There goes that. You just turn off yep. the internet. Thanks a lot. <laughs> now it's gonna take me another twenty minutes to sign on to AOL online or like <laughs> Juno Internet or something. You know? Oh Jesus. Oh man, I don't miss it. I don't miss it. No. No. Now we got porn in our pockets. Yeah. Shit. You know everything. Yeah. Terabytes yeah. of it. Terabytes. Two terabytes. Yeah. The world's total allotment of pornography is at our fingertips every yeah. day. Larger than terabytes. It's 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 infinite. It's it's, like. it's un it's unbelievable. And uh, apparently, good material if you're rubbing one out five five times a day in Japan. Yeah. You, know? you found the right um, site. He found yeah. the right stuff. As, as the uh, new kids on the block said, you got <laughs> the right stuff, baby. You know? Jesus. Yeah. New kids reference for you. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, I mean, and once he found the right stuff, then he referenced Weird Al and then made the, the white stuff. <laughs> Boom. I love it. I love it. You got that was the terrible. right stuff. Yes, baby. that's right. In the middle of an Oreo. <laughs> So tell me about Jeff, just Jeff. How did just Jeff start and how did just, just Jeff's podcast come about? Can you hear me? Uh, or is that? I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, like vacuuming uh, room, so I used to be on Dale podcast. That was with me and my buddies. It was a uh, five. Let me see. There was Rocky, Will, Dustin, Mark, and then our producer shy and me. So there were six of us on there mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we, we had a good old time. It was really fun. We started that at the beginning of the pandemic. And after a while, just kind of like we, we, it, you know, we slowly dissipated uh, some, some people got unhappy and, you know, there was a conflict of interest with, you know, when you have six people there, there's obviously going to be a conflict of interest scheduling stuff yeah. like that. So long story short, at the beginning of the, at the end of the last year, I just was like, Hey guys, I'm out. This is stressing me out. So I left and I decided I have the equipment and I want to keep doing this because I like doing this. So I'm just going to start just Jeff. And so at the beginning cool. of the year, I was like, I'm going to do just me. I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't, I'm not going to have to worry about like, you know, 
going through five different people to see if they want to talk about what I want to talk, just, you know, just do what I want to do, have on who I want to have on. And yeah. so it just became just Jeff. And so I've just been doing what I feel like doing for, well, I think like 28 episodes now or something like that. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just That's awesome. Feeling like I just, when I want to talk about something, I just say, Hey, Hey, who are you? Do you want to talk about this? Cool. That's on. Yeah. Have you on, awesome. on my own time? Yeah. So, so it's just, I love, I still, I'm great friends with all of them. We're, we, and I'm on actually Dale podcast sometimes. Like I've been on like five of their episodes since I've left because mm-hmm. you know it's like, they're still my good friends. They're still my best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, I just, this is me now. This is like, this is just uh, I don't know. It's just Jeff. Good. I love it. I love it. And I love the, 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 the origin story to the, to the actual name of the current podcast. It's, it's beautiful. My origin That's story. Cool, it is. <laughs> there were six of us now, just Jeff. See what it's, they it's don't good. know. And this is going to be a, a surprise to them. I was actually originally going to do just Jeff on Dale podcast is like a mini segment where it's where I would just record for myself. Um, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. I had this idea maybe a month or two before we decided that like a few, like cause three of us, four of us left and now it, it just ended up being the two of them, like uh, yeah. Will and Rocky. And so all four of us left the rest of us. And so I was going to do that on Dale podcast. And then I was like, well, since we're leaving, I'm just going to do it myself. And so Good. I actually almost did it on Dale podcast and then decided to just go solo. And I've never looked back. Good. I love you. Good. Will and Rocky, but sorry guys. Yeah. <laughs> guys, I'm sure you're great, but no, it's just Jeff. This is the just Jeff show. And go check out Dale podcast because they're uh, good too. They're great. I love them. But this is just Jeff. Watch me first. Listen to me first. Yeah. Subscribe to Jeff first and then think about Dale. Yeah. Think. Just think about it. You don't have to just passing if if anything. (laughs) As long as they're in your mind, that's all that matters. That's all that matters, really, because it is only the thought that counts and subscription to Jeff. Yeah. That's it. Those are the only two things. So get on that, guys. But no, that's all I got for you. And I mean, yeah, right on, man. that's perfect. I, so, I, I, again, I really appreciate, man. It's just been, I, I also, I gotta say, uh, I've met some of the best people in, um, ever on, on social media right now, especially through TikTok. Um, just good people, supportive. Yeah. Just, I think TikTok, TikTok changed the game. I mean, I got into the Instagram game late, um, you know, cause I'm old and, uh, and I never really pushed my, I was on deviant art for, I'm oh, still on deviant art, but I don't upload really much there anymore. But after that, people were like, Oh no, we're moving to this platform, Twitter. I'm like, um, oh, fucking Twitter. I don't know how to do that. I don't know. Like, Oh, what about this Instagram yeah. thing? I'm like, Oh no, you kids and your blah, blah, blah. Now I'm like on TikTok at 40 something years old. I'm like, yay, I love this. <laughs> but, um, but honestly I've met just, I've made very, very close friends on TikTok. Um, and I, and it's just, it's been wonderful. Like I, I got a buddy since the beginning of the pandemic. It used to be like, it used to be just a, a thing where obnoxious people will go on and just be like, and I'm not trying to sound mean or like sn- snobby, but it would just be obnoxious people being obnoxious or like, you know, like the people like, Oh, I'm going to like a tanned and like muscular people in their bathing suits, like going by the pool or doing TikTok dances, crap like that. And yeah. I feel like since the pandemic, more people, more, and oh, yeah. I really mean, I don't mean to sound so mean to these other people, but more genuine people have yeah, been joining. And like, cause like I, I recently put out a video and I feel guilty that people think this, it was, uh, I, you might've, I think you might've commented on the one where I'm like, I don't want to be around anymore. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that was from the show. I think you should leave. And it was just like, it's one of my favorite scenes in that show. And I sound, found the sound bites. So I wanted to do it. And, I was meaning it as like a, like a silly little, like, Oh, this is fun. 
And I got so much support behind that being like, no, you're great. We like your money. Yeah. Like, don't feel this way. And I was just like, it just, it, it was, it was really nice to, even though I wasn't meaning to put it out there as like a me trying to be like, you know, feel bad for myself in a sense. It was nice to see the, the, people actually being like, if you need to talk to me, just message me. Like I'm, I'm there and these are complete strangers. And it's just like, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's it really nice to see that. And I appreciated every single one of those people that came forward and was like, Hey, like I understand. And you know, if, if you need to talk, don't feel this way. And I'm like, I, and I feel guilty being like, this was not meant in that way, but I, you know, cause I don't want to like, I don't want to diminish how they responded, you know, cause it right. was, I don't know. It's, you know, it's a weird situation. Yeah, no, I it was, I, yeah I, I, you get what i'm saying it's, it was just nice yeah. these people being so forthcoming and sweet to a complete genuine stranger. yeah it's just it's genuine yeah exactly. and uh it's tough i mean especially in in like our businesses where creative businesses where we're surrounded by people in our real life that could give a shit about our success or yeah. what we're trying to do or anything and i've found so much of that genuine support online from complete strangers that you know it's just it's nice. It's really nice. Um, and I've made some genuine friends online that I will now like next, hopefully next year, depending on how this pandemic shit plays out. Um, I'm going to Portugal to go visit a friend. Um, oh, that's awesome. And I got a buddy, um, uh, Jared, the autistic superhero that I, he just hopped into one of my TikTok lives one night and we've just been buds ever since he's a great dude he opened his own comic book store up in vermont and like he's just he's a he's a fucking superhero i mean he's autistic he's got ms he's you know spends most of his day in a wheelchair and nothing stops this kid and he's just like he's just he's just he's just an amazing friend now and i did the logo i designed the logo for his store um and in exchange for a donation to a like a pet charity up where he lives. Um, I'm not going to have him. He wouldn't, I wanted to do it for free, but he's like, I have to pay. I have to pay. So I was like, okay, donate money to an animal shelter because that's what, that's what my wife and I do. We just rescue all of our kids. So, and he, he donated money up there. And um, every time, cause I'm from outside of Boston. So if I'm up in the Northeast now, I'm definitely up there and I'm going to go stop by and see Jared and, you know, and his family. And I got a friend in Germany now. And I just, it's 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 been really i've enjoyed tiktok a lot and the algorithm has helped you know i don't see as much garbage anymore on my for you page it's mostly just people that i'm interested in and the type of stuff that i'm interested in um you know you get garbage once in a while yeah but, but as you as you start commenting following and liking certain yeah. people you kind of like i don't know it builds like i've noticed my my for you page has definitely gotten like i've I'm getting more like artists on there. Cause I've been following mm-hmm. artists. I'm just mesmerized watching artists work. It's just like, I, I used to do art and, like growing up. I did it like as a child up until high school. And then sometime after high school, I just, I lost like, I don't know what it was. I lost my touch. I lost, I, I just, the things I do, I'm just not happy with. I'm not on I'm, like just nothing. I'm happy with any of the work I do. So I've just stopped doing stuff. And so it just, mm-hmm it brings me joy to watch these other people do such amazing work and just like, like what, just like, like you, like you're, I love your stuff. He, he designed a new logo of mine. If you guys don't, you guys will find out. It's absolutely just stunning. It's amazing work. Like I, I love your style. Just like watching you draw these. It just, I don't know. Just, Thank you. So I, I get a lot of artists on my page now, which is, you know, really cool. And I've started to follow a couple of people who play D and D. So like, I've got a lot of D and D stuff on my page now, which I, I absolutely love. That's so yeah, fun. Same here. Same. And 
it's just stuff like that. And so, yeah, I get what you mean. Like you just, you just going to following the right people and, mm-hmm. you know, making the right connections and you'll, you'll start to, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it's been fairly successful. Uh, I mean, not successful. I'm not obviously not, Oh, look, I'm famous now. Or, Oh, yeah. look, I'm, I can make a living on just artwork now. Um, but I never started an OnlyFans, So I think that's, you know, a good start. Yeah. You know, you but I didn't have to do that. So how many followers do you have now? I don't know. I think it's a little over 3000. Um, um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just hit the 410 point today and I was super stoked. And my goal if if I get one extra listener from TikTok, I'm extremely happy. I'm happy. Just, I, my goal is just to lead people to like this. I'm doing this for fun. If people love watching my videos, that's great. If they want to go and explore my podcast, that's even better. And yep. if I get one extra listener, then I'm I'm happy about that. Right on, man. Um, so when you get a chance after this is done, um, if you could just shoot like a you know a 10 second, 15 second little sound clip or a video clip of you and I having this talk. Um, I'll definitely put it up on mine, you know, because I, because I don't, I don't talk a lot about myself on my TikTok. Um, I see a lot of people do that. Most of the time I'm just like uploading my artwork. Um, so it'd be kind of nice. And I could use this as a way to say, Hey, listen, go learn a little bit about me, then for the bear. Uh, and then you can also check out, you know, this amazing uh, podcast with just Jeff. So yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd, I'll definitely send you a little clip here. I, I like to put like, right if I can, you know, fun little clips. Like I'm sure you've seen on my TikTok a few clips that are yeah. from the different episodes. Yeah. So I'll, I'll for sure yeah. send you one. Yeah. And while you guys are on TikTok, go follow him, Slippy Ninja, all one word. Yeah. Amazing Ninja. art. Yeah. I'll post. I'll probably post some of your videos on my Instagram if that's okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to I went to college north of Pittsburgh, um, and in Pittsburgh, I did I did martial arts when I was a kid, because um, I was that guy, I guess. Um, so. In Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, they do not say slippery. They say slippy. Oh. So this is another fun origin story, right? And um, so my buddy, uh, my buddy also practiced martial arts and we would come together and go to the student center and the gym downstairs. We'd just, you know, fight around a little bit. And he could never get a hold of me. Like I wouldn't let him like grab me. And he always called me the, the slippy, the slippy ninja. And I was like, I like that. <laughs> I like that. And then boom, that stocks 1990, 1997 is when the name Slippy Ninja was born. So, and it's been my moniker ever since. That's amazing. That's perfect. So, yeah. Slippy Ninja. Slippy Ninja. That's right. I wonder what so Jeff, it's been, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. I had a really good time. Uh, yeah, thanks for being on. Not trying to hog the limelight, but you know, any other time, you know, you want to, you know, <laughs> yeah. let me know. I'll um, have you on again. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I appreciate you, man. I really had a good time. Thank you very much for having me on here today. Yeah. Well guys, uh, this has been just Jeff, or as they used to call me in high school, the Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> a little bit different than the slippy ninja. <laughs> it's kind of a little bit. Okay. Thanks for listening guys. And go, Oh yeah. Go check out our shit. Okay. Thanks. Goodbye guys. Say goodbye to them. Bye. Bye guys. Later. Bye.